Hey, this is Max, and welcome to the Ronin System Podcast. By the time this episode actually airs, it, it will be uh, Christmas Eve, and of course the following day will be Christmas. And the reason I kind of mention that is because the topic of today is all about traditions, you know, especially mainly about traditional holidays and things like that, you know, maintaining that sort of uh, cultural sense, if you will. You know, when I was younger, uh, my family, we'd always celebrate uh, Christmas. You know, it was one of those big holidays where we'd, we'd decorate, we had the Christmas tree and everything, we had uh, wrapped gifts, uh, and we'd all go around the tree in the morning and just uh, open gifts. And, you know, we just have a good old time with the family. And slowly over time, we just kind of deteriorated from there. You know, we stopped decorating, but we still did the gifts. And then we stopped wrapping the gifts. And then somewhere along the line, we just kind of stopped doing gifts. You know, every year we still do the uh, the whole Chinese thing, which is the red envelopes. For those of you that are Chinese or maybe you're just of Asian descent, you, uh, you know what I'm talking about, those little red envelopes full of money. That we always give those out every Christmas, you know, it, it without fail. And usually it was mainly because both me and my brother were actually born in the month of December. So I guess for my parents and for a lot of people, it was easier just to give us one kind of lump sum gift. And, you know, I had, I really didn't have an issue with that just because I, I felt the same. You know, if, if my birthday is in the same month of a uh, kind of gift giving holiday like Christmas, then getting one gift is totally fine by me. And the thing was, you know, I really didn't want much um, as, as time went on. Of course, when I was a kid, all I'd want was toys and whatnot. But now it's just, you know, I, I don't really care to get gifts at all uh, from for, for anything for any from anyone. You know, it just it doesn't really matter to me anymore. And as I got older, a little bit more educated, a little smarter, I uh, I learned that, you know, Christmas is one of those holidays, of course, it's it's one of those kind of Christian holidays where um, it's it's kind of like a celebration of uh, the birth of Jesus Christ. You know, they have the nativity scenes and they have all this kind of like, I, w- I wouldn't call it propaganda or anything, but, you know, basically just like Christian propaganda um, just kind of thrown out there, you know, just kind of like uh, celebrating Jesus Christ and celebrating uh, God and of course Santa Claus. Santa Claus is a, something I'll get to later, but really when you look at it, you know, historically apparently Jesus was actually born in the month of June and they just kind of moved it to Christmas time. And I can't really remember the reason why they did it uh, off the top of my head right now, but basically uh, sort of an end of the year celebration done by the Romans. It was called Saturnalia, which was basically a, uh, a celebration, a holiday dedicated to uh, Saturn. Saturn was a Roman titan, and basically the holiday was done during, you know, the winter solstice in December, and it was meant to be sort of like a gift-giving, kind of like partying phase, for like a festival for the Romans, you know. It was, it was a time to kind of celebrate being together and and, and uh, appreciating each other through gifts and, and just kind of being kind of buck wild, you know. It was, it was, a, it was a weird and kind of fun holiday, and basically, you know, I, I believe it was the Holy Roman Empire when they became uh, Catholic Christians, they sort of absorbed the holiday and, and turned it into Christmas, uh, combining it and, and putting along sort of Jesus Christ's role into it. And I guess they sort of replaced Saturn with Jesus. And when I first heard about this, you know, I was, I was kind of thrown off by the fact that, you know, Christianity and Catholicism, they basically took well, they considered a sin, you know, they they considered pagan religions to be a sin, and Saturnalia was a part of a pagan religion, and they, they sort of took it and just kind of stole it, and they, they morphed it into their own thing. And when you really look into it, they did this with uh, several other things. Uh, another thing that comes to mind, specifically another holiday, is uh, Halloween. 
you know, Halloween was a pagan tradition and it was used kind of like honoring the dead and, and sort of like the day of the dead, you know. Um, and of course, when you, when you honor the dead and there's kind of like a lot of mythology around like the devil and all that stuff, you get to see that, of course, Christianity kind of looked down on that because, you know, there are devils and there are demons involved with Halloween and they didn't really like that. And then over time, eventually, they just kind of absorbed the culture. They absorbed the holiday itself and kind of morphed it into its own thing. But that one's a little different because there still are a lot of sects of Christianity that really, uh, they chastise Halloween. They they really don't approve of it. But, you know, the main thing here is that they, they stole another pagan holiday, a more, I guess, festive one in uh, Christmas or uh, Saturnalia and turn it into Christmas. And so I guess why I bring that up is because when when I do something, I like to know why. I like to know the reason. You know, I, I want to make sure that it's it's actually logical, it's rational, uh, practical. And, you know, celebrating Christmas, I don't mind doing it because everyone around me does it. Um, and it, it's it's one of those things, you know, it's just that time of year. Uh, I love the winter time. I love the December, not just because it's my birthday or anything. I just love the holiday time because it's a time when I get to see, you know, a family, I get to see friends, and I really just get to not really relax, but just kind of tone down a little bit, especially with the coming of New Year's. And, you know, I feel like it's it's a time where I get to recollect and, and kind of like recount my, my past year. And, you know, it's just a fun time. You know, the music's great. I love listening to Christmas music. Um, and I, I love kind of the feeling of the holiday itself, you know. And really, when it, when it, when it comes up for me, I like to say that I celebrate six holidays uh, majorly throughout the year that I actually I, I kind of pay attention to. And those holidays, you know, I kind of separate in between the Western side and the Eastern side, you know, my Chinese side and my American side. And for my American side, it's going to be, of course, Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, and New Year's. And, you know, those those three are the big three for me. You know, other holidays like, I don't know, Valentine's Day or something or Labor Day or Fourth of July or whatever, you know, I, I celebrate those, but it's not like, I would not mind missing those, uh, is what I mean. But for the three that I mentioned, those are the ones that are most important to me because those, you know, not only they're really close to each other, but there are times when I get to, again, see my family and I get to kind of interact with people I haven't interacted with in a long time. And I get to, I guess, take a break. Now, the other three, they come from the Chinese side and they're, they're more the cultural ones. They're more of like, I guess, the mandatory ones. And of course, the biggest one of them all is going to be Chinese New Year, which is coming up very soon. Uh, I believe it starts February 5th, but basically Chinese New Year, or some people call it Lunar New Year, uh, is the time when we celebrate the, you know, it's basically New Year's. It's it's all it really is. And it's a time, it's a long, long holiday. A lot of people think it's just one day, and it really is, but it's actually like two weeks. And it's it's really important because it's the time when you, again, get to kind of recollect and, and look forward to the future, do all this kinds of stuff. But not only that, you get to meet with family, you get to have uh, breakfasts, dinners, you know, you get to have all this time together, and it's really important because those are the that's the time when you get to really sort of reconnect. It's a, it's the time when you get to um, sort of bond and and build with your family. And the other two, I feel like people outside of the Chinese haven't really heard of these, and probably a lot of like modern Chinese, especially American uh, Chinese Americans, haven't heard of this. But uh, I'm gonna reference them in uh, in in Chinese, in Cantonese, and the first one, which comes up around April or March, uh, one or the other is called Qingming, or in English, uh, it, it has a different couple different names. You know, it's Tomb Sweeping Day, Ancestors Day, uh, Chinese Memorial Day. It's a lot of different names, and basically, it's our Day of the Dead. You know, it's our time where we get to kind of 
remember and, and celebrate our ancestors. Um, and usually it's, it's the more kind of recent ancestors. Like, you know, every year we go back to California and we celebrate uh, my grandfather, my grandmother, and uh, my uncle, you know, all the people that have passed before us. And it's a really big event, you know. People, they buy like whole roast pigs, they buy ducks, chickens, you know, it's it's a whole buffet. And, you know, it's it's not uncommon to see, especially in California, at the uh, at the cemetery where we go, you know, the whole families, we're in the, we're in the Chinese section, whole families will come out and they'll all kind of basically party it up. You know, they got fireworks going, they got whole meals planned out. And they're they're chilling for like an hour or two, you know. They're just there eating, having fun. You know, we got we got the incense going, where we're doing like prayers and stuff. We're just kind of just hanging out the entire time, and really, it, it extends pretty much all day and usually all week. You know, it's it's a, a I believe a several day event, and we really we uh, we really go hard with it because my dad is the um, the eldest son. So he's kind of like the 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 headmaster of the situation. You know, he's the leader of the situation, even though he's not. I th- I think he's like the third youngest. Uh, so, you know, regardless, it's it's just a big celebration, and I really didn't know why we celebrated it up until like two or three years ago when I just finally asked my dad, like, "Hey, why do we do this?" And he basically explained to me that it is our day of the dead, and it's very important now because. Both uh both sets of my grandparents have passed away, and both sets you know they're they're buried in two separate areas, and, and really we go to the we go back to California because um you know my my dad's side's over there, and we do do some things over here for my mom's side uh out in the East Coast, but regardless, my parents have said to me that um no matter what, every year we're we're gonna do this, you know every year we're gonna do this, we're gonna do Chinese New Year, and if possible, we're gonna do the third and final one, which is in in my opinion, the least important. Um, basically, it's um, what's it called? It's the Mid Autumn Festival, and I, I believe it's called Jin Chao Jit. And and basically, what you know, it's 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 a literal translation. It's just Mid Mid Autumn Festival, and that one, it's it's really a celebration. I wouldn't say a celebration. I I guess it's like kind of almost like Thanksgiving. You know, they're giving thanks for the the autumn harvest. You know, they get, it's like a traditional holiday where they kind of for like the farmers and the peasants and whatnot. They kind of had to you know, they had to work for what they, what they ate, you know, they had to work for everything. And, you know, through farming in autumn was around the time when the crops started dying, the crops, you know, it wasn't as easy to plant things anymore. And so they just had to celebrate the ability to actually be able to eat, you know, the ability that their harvest was good and all that stuff. And uh, what was explained to me was that basically it was a holiday to celebrate togetherness. It It was a holiday to celebrate family and being thankful. And basically it was like, Chinese Thanksgiving. Um, that's how it was explained to me. I'm not. I'm not sure how accurate that actually is. But when you think about it, that that's pretty accurate. You know, Thanksgiving was, a, I believe, that time of year where you celebrate being thankful for all you have, and you know, that Mid Autumn Festival. It's just very similar. And so those are the six holidays that I celebrate every year. And again, the the most important ones are going to be Chinese New Year and uh, Qingming. You know, the Tomb Sweeping Day, because those two. Um, especially for my family they they they're really traditional they're they're really meant to provide for the family you know it's really a time when you get to again build those bonds reconnect do all this stuff that that's really necessary for for your soul for your spirit and the other ones you know of course the american ones my parents don't really give a shit about 
Um, I can't remember the last time they actually had a Thanksgiving dinner. You know, usually they just kind of go to like a family member's house or something. But, you know, Christmas, same thing. Uh, New Year, same thing. They, they just don't really care. And the other ones, those are the most important ones. Those where they actively go out and try and do things, where they actively go out and, you know, try and make sure that they're meeting so-and-so and they're they're eating, eating with so-and-so and doing whatnot and eating this, drinking that, doing all this stuff that, making sure they're following the traditions that they were raised with. But it, it's it's really kind of funny to me because I really do want to know why we celebrate certain things. And it wasn't until a couple of years ago, again, when I started really asking questions, when I really started asking my parents like, hey, why do we do this? Why do we do that? Is there a reason it's done this way? Is there a reason it looks like that? You know, all these different things that they didn't teach us. You know, these things that they just kind of said, hey, we're going to the temple or, hey, we're going to California. We're going to do some things at the cemetery. We're going to have some fun for your family members. And, of course, I just had to be like, cool, let's do it. But when when I really started kind of building up my own kind of persona, I really looked into it more. And it's just like, I don't understand this. I don't understand that. And, and I need you guys to explain it to me. And they would. But the thing was, you know, it could have been averted if they just did it in the first place. And even still to this day, there are certain things about these holidays, certain things about our traditions even that I have no clue on. You know, I know some things because I do my own research, but most of it, I'm just kind of lost. And it's funny because uh, my mom has told me that, you know, there there are certain things you have to do when someone passes away. And she's she has said before that when she passes away, she wants certain things done. You know, she wants a traditional Chinese funeral. She wants it done the tr- like really traditional home homegrown way. And my first response was, I don't know how to do that. You never taught me. And this was like probably about, I want to say like 10 years ago when my, when my grandma passed away. And, you know, sh- she just tried to teach me, but nothing really went through because, I mean, it, I feel like it's my fault as well because I never really kind of probed into it more at that time. But she never really explained more. She never really taught much uh, after that. You know, she just she showed me a couple of things and then that was it. And it extends beyond sort of those like holiday traditions or those festival uh, ceremony traditions because then there are other things that they have, you know, they have tried to instill in me and my brother and it just doesn't catch because it just doesn't go anywhere. You know, it's like one thing and then that's it. You know, it's like one thing. And then they say they're going to tell us more, they're going to teach us more, and it just doesn't happen. You know, it just doesn't, it doesn't grow from there. And again, for me, I like to know why I do things. I like to know, especially where I come from, like who, who I am. And I'm, I'm proud to be Chinese. I'm proud to come from such a long and rich history. But the thing is, I have no idea exactly what that history is. And this isn't uncommon. You know, you could ask a lot, a lot of modern Chinese and they won't even know. You know, there are a lot of things that just kind of get lost. And honestly, I don't want to bl- blame the whole kind of Cold War era communism thing, but it really was because, you know, there there's a lot of kind of like shut down at that time. Free speech was denied, you know, knowledge building was, was denied. You know, they basically obliterated the culture of China at that time. And, you know, we're rebuilding it and it's it's coming back up, but Again, you could ask a lot of Chinese people and especially like the newer generation, like my age and, and beyond, you could ask them about, you know, any, any sort of tradition in, in Chinese culture and probably like, not, like I wouldn't say like 50%, I'd say, would just, they wouldn't know. 
And I feel like that's lowballing because I, th- I think it's more than that, especially with the Chinese Americans. And, you know, you could ask like people like my parents that around that age and they'll say, yeah, I know. But do they really? You know, it's, it's, it's probably like they know a little bit. And it, it, it bothers me because I like to know where I come from. I like to want to understand you know, who I am, my culture, my tradition, like, again, why I do certain things. And if it's not explained to me now, it's it's kind of lost. And so I have to do my own research. I have to dig into it more. And, you know, um, specifically with my parents, you know, there have been times when I ask them about certain things or they, they ask me about certain things. And I just go, I don't know. And they just say, like, how do you not know? Like recently, you know, one of my cousins, uh, they, they, they're engaged and they're about to get married. And I remember when I first heard about the engagement, you know, uh, my mom asked me, like, do I know what can be what what should be done in a traditional Chinese wedding and why it's an issue uh, that, you know, the, the fiance is, is Catholic Christian and she wants to be, she wants to have like a Catholic Christian traditional uh, wedding. And I was like, I don't, I don't know Chinese weddings. And basically she said to me, like, how do you not know about Chinese weddings? Like, it's such an important thing. And I'm like, first of all, no one in our family has gotten married. Second of all, how am I supposed to know if you never taught me? You know, it's, it's not like I learned it in school or anything. And so the, that's, I feel like that's another extension of the issue. It's just they kind of expect us to know certain things when it's not taught to us. You know, it's not shown to us, especially with these like heavy cultural things that we're not even raised in China. We weren't even born or raised in China. So we, we don't know that, you know, and, and it's it's still an issue now because uh, we still do sort of like shrine things. We, we uh, do like kind of essentially prayers every morning and every night and I never questioned it because it was basically like an autopilot thing. And, and now I question it. And to this day, I still don't know because they never explained it to me. You know, why do we why do we pray to this certain God or goddess? You know, I understand we're praying to our, our ancestors. You know, that's the important part. You know, we're remembering our ancestors, celebrating them, whatever. But the gods, it's just like, why this certain God when we have like 10 others? Why this certain goddess when we have like 10 others? You know, it's just like it doesn't really make sense at that point because like certain families have certain gods that they look look to whereas others they they look to them for completely different reasons so it it just doesn't really correlate and they never explained it to me and you know i feel like this is something that that really kind of transcends boundaries cultural boundaries because i feel like a lot of a lot of people especially here in the US don't know why they celebrate certain holidays you know they're told a certain thing and you know they maybe they never even asked maybe they just kind of went with it like i did you know they just kind of like went autopilot like hey, we're going to celebrate Christmas over at your uncle's. It's like, cool, whatever, free food. And, or like, you know, like free gifts, whatever. Or like, you know, they do holiday like, um, like Labor Day. You know, like, why do we celebrate Labor Day? Why do we celebrate Mardi Gras? Why do we celebrate Easter? You know, it's all these different holidays that I feel like a lot of people just don't know the history of. A lot of people don't know why, you know. And I feel like some people just don't even care about the why. They just want to do it. And I'm cool with that. But for me personally, I'm not. For me personally, I need to know why I do it. I need to know what the reason is. I need to know why it's it started and all this other stuff. And I guess the reason behind that is because, you know, I'm a second generation uh, Chinese American. I was born here. My parents were born over there in Asia. And, you know, it there was a loss of culture when they came over here. You know, there was a, there was a sort of like de- devolution of, of our culture, of our traditions, because me and my brother, you know, we we speak at least Cantonese. That's that's good enough. But we don't know these these different cultural things. You know, we know some of it, 
but a lot of it is just lost, you know? And I'll be honest, my Cantonese is actually terrible. It is absolute shit, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm not very good at holding a conversation. I'm not very good at even understanding what other people are saying, you know? It, it's at a very primitive sort of like peasant level. And, you know, my girlfriend, she is born in China, and her parents obviously born in China as well. And when I have conversations with them, you know, I, I get lost sometimes because they're using bigger words than I'm used to. They're using more formal uh, grammar than I'm used to. And so I feel like when I talk to them, I'm basically talking like a hick. You know, I'm basically saying I'm talking like a child, you know, and it. I feel like it's embarrassing. I feel like it's something that I should be ashamed of. And, you know, there have been times when I've actually, you know, I've, I've spoken Cantonese and my parents have said, like, hey, your Cantonese is terrible. And, you know, I don't really say anything, but in my mind, I'm I'm basically thinking that it's kind of your fault. You know, you guys never really taught me. Like, one of the craziest experiences I've had with, um, I guess you call my parents-in-law, but I wouldn't say that. But my girlfriend's parents, you know, they asked me if I wanted um, strawberries. And I said, yeah, I'll take a strawberry. And they looked at me. You know, basically, I, I said everything in Cantonese besides strawberry. And they looked at me like, you don't know how to say strawberry? And I was like, shit, I don't know. You know, and it, it's, it doesn't stop there. You know, there are certain words that I just don't know. There are certain words that are so simple that I just don't know. And I feel like once you start losing your language, once you start losing that connection, you start losing everything else. You know, it, it just it's a trickle down effect from there. And the main reason I started thinking that was because, you know, all those years ago when I asked my dad why we celebrate uh, Qingming or Tomb Sweeping Day is because I asked him, hey, what does Qingming even mean? And he said, you know, he basically explained to me that, you know, you know, it's, you're basically cleaning out the, the tomb. You're, you're cleaning out the cemetery or not the cemetery, but, you know, that um, morgue, I guess. But you're basically cleaning it out. And then it, it connected for me like, oh, so it's. It's like your celeb. It's like a Day of the Dead, and he said, "Yeah, basically." And you know, I, I didn't even know that because I didn't even know what Qingming even meant. And you know, honestly, I have I have this big fear that if and when I have kids, they're not gonna. They're basically not. They're gonna be Americans. They're not gonna be Chinese. Like I will never call them Chinese. Uh, if if I'm in my current state now and I had kids, I would never call them Chinese because they're not going to be. You know, they're gonna know a couple of Ch Cantonese words. Great. That's not enough because I don't know the culture, so I can't teach them the culture. You know, unless they go over there themselves and or they do their own research themselves and, and find out, they're not going to be Chinese. They're just going to be Americans, you know. And I've actually had this conversation with my girlfriend. We're not getting married anytime soon. We're not going to have kids anytime soon. But basically, you know, I, I asked her, like, hey, if you have kids, what language are you going to teach them? You know, you're going to teach them Mandarin, Cantonese. And she said English. And I, I, my heart kind of sank, you know, it kind of broke my heart a little bit because she is Chinese. She is a full blown Chinese, you know, she, she was born there. She was raised there and she speaks both languages, you know, that she speaks our language of Cantonese and she speaks the mandated language of Mandarin. And, you know, she's, she's pretty fluent, but she's losing it too. She, you know, she's been here for, I think about a, a, a little over a decade and, you know, if she wants to teach her kids English, then it basically, that's the start of it. You know, that's where the culture really starts to go. Because, you know, in all honesty, she knows about the tradition. She knows about the culture, but not enough. She 
she was raised over there in the very governmental style because her her parents were government workers, and so a lot of the culture was just kind of disappearing for her. And coming over here, she said she wanted to teach English because she find you know she's going to teach her Mandarin as well, but English is going to be primary because she finds it more useful to to speak English. And while it is true, if you stop speaking Mandarin, if you stop speaking Chinese in general. Then that's where the culture really starts to disappear. And I know a lot of the、uh, the second generations like me, the people that are born here like me, that you know they come from a different background. They they don't know what I'm talking about. You know, like your、uh, Mexican Americans, your your、uh, European Americans, your Asian Americans. You you'll know what I'm talking about because yes, you speak the language, but there are certain things that you just don't know. There are certain things about your culture, about traditions that you just don't know or don't understand or don't fully comprehend, and. Yes, there, there. I, I will proudly say that I am Chinese American, and I'm sure a lot of people, you know, they'll represent their country, they'll represent their identity, their culture very well, but they just, again, they don't fully understand what they're representing, and that, that's an issue for me. You know, that's that's an that's a big problem because if you don't know completely what you're doing, then do you really know what you're doing? You don't. It's it's that simple, and I guess the moral of this is that. I I implore you guys, you know, to to find out your identity, find out your culture, find out your tradition, and and really look into it. Really kind of, especially if you, your parents are still alive, really probe them. Really try and understand, you know, why you do certain things or why you did certain things. You know, try and comprehend where you come from, because it's important. You know, it makes it makes a huge difference to understand where where you came from, to understand who you are, to know who you are. Um, and aside from that, you know. When this podcast does air, it will be Christmas Eve, and for those of you that actually celebrate it, Merry Christmas. For those of you that don't, Happy Holidays.、Um, and for those of you that really don't, you know, just take the time and and look into holidays of your culture. Look into look times to celebrate because it's very important to do those things, regardless of whether or not you understand why. Because again, it is a time for family. You know, I feel like all holidays is a time for family. All holidays is a time. To kind of remember and celebrate, you know, and be festive. But that's it for today. If you guys are new listeners and you liked what you heard, please do subscribe. You know, I try and post every Monday, and you can find me anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Um, if you don't or if you can't, please do reach out and I'll try and figure it out. Uh, for the regular listeners out there, thank you again for your continued support. You guys are awesome, and you know, have an amazing day. Get out there, get hungry, and good luck.